You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. It's Alicia. Hey, I'm Trisha. And we're so glad that you've joined us today. We certainly are living in unprecedented times. You've probably heard people say that. But I have found that as we now jump back into a somewhat normal life, that there's even more division about masks. No masks, six feet away, how many people. Everything seems to be a debate right now. In fact, I said the other day to a friend, I was like, every time you log on Facebook, do you feel like somebody's screaming at you? Because that's oh, how I feel. Yeah, like immediately true. when I log in, I feel like, oh, yeah. wait a minute. And uh, that's part of the the time in which we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's so many different layers to it, I think. Uh, jumping into this topic about the conflict that comes along with a pandemic. You know, we've never been here before. So this is uncharted territory for mm-hmm. us all. And, um, but I, I, I'm so torn. <laughs> we had one situation where we went to the hairdresser to get our haircut and they requested that we wear masks. So we did. But, um, in my regular just grocery store, if I'm running in and running out, I don't wear a mask. Um, but I'd stay far enough away from people and there usually aren't that many people in the grocery store where I go to. So I, I don't know. Where do you girls line up? I just... It's for me, it's really hard because. I I didn't think something like wearing masks would mm. divide people. Yeah. I really didn't. Yeah. That people would be so opinionated about if you wear a mask or if you don't wear a mask. And that's been very hard to see. And, and not just the masks, but the, like, should we stay closed? You know, a few weeks ago when mm-hmm. things just started to open, reopening. people were like, reopen, mm-hmm. reopen. And then I had equally um, a mm-hmm. number of people, stay home, stay home. Yeah. And I'm like, who do I listen to? Mm. And and surprised by certain people's opinions and, and then personally just try, trying not to judge anybody. Have, how do you have your own opinions or convictions about things and and not judge others for ha- when they have a different opinion? Right. And that's been just a struggle for me. And it's been stressful to watch because yeah. every time I go on Facebook, someone has posted something and I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go. Yeah. And then people have to comment. And and I just want everybody to kind of be in a respectful place. Sure. But I think it's harder because it's a health crisis and people feel like their opinion is the you know, they, and everyone's sharing different research right, and different right. numbers and we're not right. getting, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it is. It's just this extremely confusing time and it's, it's been stressful. I'll tell you when it changed for me, we were actually doing a professional development thing that we all did through the station. And one girl was talking and she said, we developed a family plan. And I was like, hmm. And I said, tell me more about that. And so we got to talking about it and she said, we decided that, and she's got elderly parents that are normally at risk for for COVID-19 and and she has a son that works in a job that is considered essential so he's been going out the whole time her parents live with her Mm. so like they were in this quandary about okay he's going out and coming in and being around people and they're stuck here at home and and she said we had to come up with a family plan and she said basically what that looked like was um if we know you know if we know that we're going to be going out to a grocery store in order to protect my parents, we wear a mask so that we don't carry anything home to them. We have made arrangements in our household to keep our son kind of, I mean, he can still see them and visit with them, but not in close proximity just because of mm-hmm. he's been out and, and back and forth. And she said, we had to come up with that family plan. This is what it looks like for our family. And this is what we're willing to do. 
you know, and I thought that is a great idea. And I'd not heard anybody say that. And I think that 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 screaming on Facebook is everybody's attempt to come up with a family plan. But you have to remember that your family plan doesn't have to be everybody's family plan, Mm -hmm. you know, and to allow people the room and the grace to do what they feel like they should do. Um, in whatever, because we don't know. I mean, I honestly believe, I mean, every day there comes out another study that, oh, masks don't work and social distancing doesn't work. And then there's another study that comes out that says, um, we need to social distance more and for longer amounts of time because that's helping and you need to wear a mask, but you only need to wear a mask if you're, it, uh, there's something different every day. So I think the the point that I got out of that whole thing was I need to come up with a family plan. This is what it's going to mean for my family. And these are the decisions that we're going to make. And these are the the things that we're going to do. And a lot of people like to play the faith card in there and say, oh, well, you don't trust God, mm-hmm. you know. And I don't know who I, I saw somebody posted. And they're like, I trust God, but I wear a seatbelt, you uh-huh. know. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I trust God, but I stop at the stop signs when, right. when they're there, <laughs> you know, because it's kind of the law. And, and although this is not a law per se, you do the, take those precautions to be, you know, healthy. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think there's just all this noise and I think we so easily slipped back into, I mean, we were at such a sweet place of taking care of one another yes. and cheering right. one another. Right. On. Waving at each other, always, yeah. always, yeah. hey, yay. I felt like in this protective bubble when we were all locked down because everybody yeah. was on the same mm-hmm. playing field. And it was like checking on your neighbors, yeah. maybe that you didn't even know you met them mm-hmm. for the first time yeah. and saying, can I get you a gallon of milk when I go? Or I'm doing grocery pickup. Do you need anything? We, we so quickly slipped from that back into, I'm right, you're wrong, shut up and sit down. And <laughs> I'm sorry if you have kids listening and they're not supposed to say shut up. Um, I'm, by the way, a poor example for your children. <laughs> you should just know that <laughs> from the get-go. But, um, but I think we so easily slipped back into that finger-pointing, yelling at each other I thing. think it's fear. I think we're scared. Oh, and yeah. I think we're we're mm, we're kind of pushing it on other people, pointing fingers because of the fear. I have found that what I have to do is my own heart work. Because mm. I would go into the grocery store, and in one situation I was wearing a mask, and then I see someone who's not wearing a mask. And in my mind, I'm, like, angry with that person. But mm. then I'm like, wait a minute. I don't know that person. I don't know what happened to them. And then the next week, my dad needed something from the grocery store. I didn't have my mask. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I ran in the grocery mm-hmm. store and I got something for him yeah. because my elderly dad needed this thing. Mm-hmm. And so then I'm reminding myself of that woman in the grocery store. And I'm like, wait a minute. I don't have any right to judge anybody else. I don't know their story. I don't know their situation. So it's hard work that I have found. And when I'm fearful and when I am tired, mm. I'm more likely to get angry. Or be, feel judgmental. Mm. And so God's put it on my heart to not judge other people. And do you know, I mean, just as you're saying that, I'm thinking, when do I go in the grocery store? When I'm tired? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. I, and seriously. Hungry. Right. I'm hungry and I'm yeah. tired yeah. always yeah. when I go to the grocery store because we've run out of something and I've got to go. And so that is like my emotions are already heightened. So thank mm-hmm. you for pointing that out because mm-hmm. that's a good reminder to me when I've ordered nine pounds of Crinkle cut French fries, <laughs> yet I don't have sandwich bread so we can make a sandwich. <laughs> oh, my word. about the ketchup. Uh, <laughs> so hard. But anyway, you know, I think it's, it is important to remember and to put yourself in someone else's shoes before you go shouting at them and, and you know. Even in your mind. Because, yeah. you, you know, yeah, it's so God's true. calling it, you know, he calls it the way he sees it. So if I'm thinking it, mm-hmm. 
then I'm responsible for it, even mm. if I didn't write it on Facebook. because I Say that it. again for the ones in the back. <laughs> Say it I'm again. it for me because I need to hear it. Like, I'm responsible for it. If I'm thinking it, I'm responsible for it. And, um, and God will take it away. He'll help me. But, but I have to call it what it is. That applies to so many things going on in our country right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Because some people will be quick to post, you know, the racial divide that's going on in our country. Well, I'm not a racist. Well, if you have those thoughts mm-hmm. in your mind, then you need to deal with that. Yes. Um, I saw a, a beautiful post from, from your pastor, actually, mm-hmm. um, who talked about that very thing in your mind, you know, having those thoughts and dealing with them when they're there. And that, I think that's so true. We, we allow ourselves grace when it comes to thinking, but not the right kind of grace. Mm-hmm. We, we don't hold excuse. tight and, and be a good gatekeeper of those thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's an excuse. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm guilty of that, too. Well, I am, too, and I'm reading a lot about thoughts, how powerful our thoughts are, mm. you know, and that, that they matter. Mm-hmm. And God has given us the ability to work on our thoughts. We are not a victim of our thoughts. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you identify them, you take them captive, and you replace them with something better. Yeah. God's truth. You know what? I think it's, <laughs> I should know this, because this. I'm not kidding y'all at all. A Beth Moore Bible study called Breaking Free. Have you heard of it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's a really hard one. It took me seven years to get there. <laughs> really? Honestly, it's seven like, years? Yeah. I think it's like 12 weeks or something. It took me well, seven her years. Her studies are a little long, but that's <laughs> no <laughs> seven years. Because I kept pouting during it. You know, she oh, kept okay. like challenging you to do hard stuff. Yeah, and I was, was like, I ain't doing that. your lunch. Beth Moore, you just take that. <laughs> and so it took me seven years. Year. It took me, I did, I did. And uh-huh. I finally finished, and I emailed her team at her office and said, I just want you to know I might be the longest student in Breaking Free y'all have wow. ever had seven years, just That's saying. Cool. Um, but I'm sure they thought, okay, she's <laughs> – takes her a while. Anyway, but, but she likens – and I'm pretty sure this is where this came from. She likens our thoughts to wallpaper on the walls of our minds. You know, oh, you yeah. don't readily go into that and say, oh, I love this wallpaper. But it's kind of in the background, uh-huh. and it kind of mm-hmm. shapes and forms and builds a culture in your mind of mm-hmm. things uh-huh. that mm-hmm. that you that then come out of your mouth. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And yeah. ever since I had that word picture in my mind, I'm like, what kind of wallpaper is in my mind right mm-hmm. now? Right. That's great. Like that's kind of what's running in the background mm-hmm. that could come up later mm-hmm. and come out my mouth because y'all know me. I'm bad to say <laughs> stuff, and I'm like, oh gosh, I wish I hadn't have said that. But, uh, in fact, you hear it most every week here on the Girl Talk Podcast. Um, (laughs) There are things that I say that I'm like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't said that. And I am the world's worst. And, you know, I have to apologize a lot because I say things and then I find out that I I hurt somebody, not intentionally at all. Mm -hmm. But I have to go back and apologize a lot. I'm like, that's not what I meant. And that's not the the spirit which I'm And so I have to do a lot of explaining because, and God is working on me in that area and continues to and has been for 48 years, honestly. (laughs) Um, but, um, it, it just, it just is a good reminder to me that even those little things that you think aren't big things become the wallpaper of your mind and Mm -hmm. and start to form habits and opinions and, and, Mm -hmm. and beliefs that somehow will work their way into your life if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. So I think you are so true. We do have to be a good gatekeeper of our minds and what goes Mm on. It's the same way with what goes on in your mind during this this, uh, Mm COVID-19. When when quarantine first started, I was like, 
cool, this is like an extended snow day, you know? And the first week, I was like all about it. I was like, let's make snow cream and let's <laughs> Yeah, and let's clean everything. Exactly. Remember when we cleaned everything? Yes. <laughs> that went away. Yes, that went away very quickly. And I was like, let's make homemade cookies and yeah. share them with the neighbors, you know? I mean, I was all about it. But then after that first week, we like settled in. I was like, oh, stink. This is where we are. You know, this is going to be a while. And then the third week, I was like, this for real ain't, ain't over yet. Yeah. Well, I wrote a, rainy in my journal oh. at the beginning. I said, school's out for two weeks. Yeah. And I looked at it just the other day. I was like, oh, man, we had no idea. No. No, no idea. idea. We weren't going back. Yeah. We, and we still don't know. I think yeah. that's the other really kind of thing right now is that we don't know what's going to happen in the fall. We don't know yep. what's going to happen next winter. Like, the uncertainty of it is uh, maddening. Y- yes. And it affects us all and in different ways. And I have to remember that the person who, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm wanting to have that dialogue with that's not so positive on Facebook, they could be so stressed out about what's going to happen yeah. with school in the fall yeah. or their right. job or right. how are they going to pay that bill, you know? Right. Well, and I think that's he- a healthy place to be is to consider the other side of it because I have found for me, for myself, like I was talking the first week, it was like extended snow day. Second week, I'm okay, but like <laughs> really, y'all for real, let's- <laughs> Let's Wait draw this up, Let's, you know, and then, you know, because we can get anything in two days. I mean, surely they'll have a mm-hmm. cure for this by Friday. Amazon can get me, you know, <laughs> Amazon two-day shipping right. for that, oh, that right cure. Now, right. <laughs> so <laughs> why in the world are we having to wait this long, you know? Yeah. But, but then, like, on into it. But in managing my thoughts, I found that if I started the day, like, feeling heavy, like, it got worse throughout the day. And that became yeah. the wallpaper in my mind. And I, I, I would go downhill. It was like mm-hmm. a snowball rolling downhill. Mm-hmm. And I had to make intentional choices to say, I'm not going to engage with Facebook right now because I, I, can't, I cannot do it. My sister mm-hmm. called me one day, and she was like, have you seen the news? Have you seen that? And I was like, I can't. Right, right. I, I just yeah. I, I, I don't have the mental capacity to be able to right. handle all that negative in my mind. I just go downhill way too quick. And so I think it's important to remember that if you're listening to this podcast and you've been isolated and you're like, this is filling the gap for my girlfriend time, I completely understand Mm -hmm. it. But I will say, please make some intentional steps Mm -hmm. to try to get out and connect with people because I think that can be a dangerous. Somebody said, and I've read this in an article somewhere, probably on Facebook, but they said the second crisis of COVID-19 is going to be the mental health crisis Mm -hmm. because people have been isolated and they haven't connected with others and um, I went to a baby shower a couple weeks ago. I was probably awkward. I was so excited. <laughs> like, oh, I was like, hey, yeah. how you doing? <laughs> oh, my word, it's so good to see you. They <laughs> were like, bag it up, bag it up. You know, I'm sure they were just like, okay, you are way too much. Because I'm too much on a normal day. But during it. a pandemic, I'm way You're too extra. much. I, I love am it. so extra. There ain't even a we word. We love your extra, well, and though. It's, you know, I just, it's such a stressful time. And for everybody. It is. Yeah. And so the other day I was very stressed about what we were, you know, planning and what we were doing. And, and um, so I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I? And it was the morning. It was I think it was Saturday or Sunday morning. And I went to the Bible app and I just started looking through the devotionals. Mm-hmm. And then I found a new one. And I'm like, I need to do this right now. And it mm-hmm. just like you said, Carol, it may it, I did because I did it in the morning. Yep. Oh, it yeah. was about anxiety. It was, mm-hmm. I think it was a Max Lucado. Mm. It just gave me peace the entire yeah. day. I just was like, God, this is, this is all yours. I know you're in control. I know you can handle all this. I'm giving it all to you. 
And my day just was so much better. I wasn't afraid. I wasn't, I didn't have stress. I actually Mm. was able to enjoy the day, but I had to get to that reminder of, okay, I need to have something fulfilling me right now, filling my thoughts Mm -hmm. that are different than all the stress and everything that is going and whirling on around me and the unknown of what's happening. That is so true, and I have had a similar experience with that. I did a Bible study, and it talked about starting your day with God. And so basically what I have started doing is I will not check Facebook. I will not look at the news. I will not do anything until I spend some time in prayer Mm. because— The second I open my mind to the Facebook thing or the news thing, I can spiral away. And the same is true for lying in bed, thinking about my day, starting to stress Mm. out about I've got this I've got to do and that I've got to do. How am I going to get it done? Can spiral me off into a bad place. But if I start first with God and he has he has been so faithful ever since I started doing this. If I start first with God in that morning, then everything else works itself out. But I have to do that. I can't look at Facebook. I can't open the news. I, sometimes I'll do my email, but only if I'm looking for something from Amazon. <laughs> but, but apart from that, you know, don't let yourself get thinking about the day yeah. until you get yourself thinking about the God who's going to control that day. That has helped me so much. Mm-hmm. That's good stuff. And I tell you, you have been really, um, y'all's friendship is so important to me and I've realized that more now than ever before because I've missed you guys so much but um but especially Trisha you have reminded me to check in on myself like Mm -hmm. just do a check-in and see how you're doing Mm -hmm. you know and during the middle part of my day (laughs) there is there's this one thing that I've been struggling with and and during the middle part of my day I'm really bad to go I've spent the whole morning worrying or oh, giving that attention or struggling with and that. And you don't even realize no, it. No. That was me the yeah. other day. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I had been stressed out for days and yeah. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. And I didn't even realize that was happening. You know, mm-hmm. it's just all this stuff around us is negative. Mm-hmm. Even And it's loud, like you said. Yeah, it's yes, very loud. In our face, in your face and all the, the different, face. all the different opinions. And, and mm-hmm. you know, the other thing is they're coming from loved ones and friends mm-hmm. and you know, you're trying to say, okay, well, Trisha thinks this way and Carol thinks this way and I love them both. And how do I, and it's like making you reassess like your own opinions and thoughts and your own personal plan. And, you know, I just have to get to the point where like, this is my plan and this is what I'm, and I'm okay with everyone isn't going to be the same. That's Mm -hmm. not the way we're built. It's great to have different opinions and different ideas, but somehow we have to center ourselves so that that doesn't, get all muddy yeah and when we look back on this time will that really be a a hill that was worth dying on right you know right I just I I don't think it will I want to look back on this time and see it a time of growth and a time of of being able to return to the things that were really most important you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I don't know. I don't know that we have come up with a lot of <laughs> answers, um, but I think checking in on yourself is mm-hmm. a good, good, good thing. Um, making sure you're connecting with people, whatever that looks like, even if it's, you know, I know a Zoom call or a, a, a FaceTime is not the same as being face to face with people. I get that. But um, but it does help. It's better than nothing. It's better well, than we've nothing. We've been doing our prayer. Our The women at the office yeah. have been doing a prayer time mm-hmm. on that. Zoom. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. And even if you, you know, if you know, have a friend who's got a big front porch, mm-hmm. you know, go sit six feet apart and, and just visit for a while. Um, but find ways to connect with people, because I think we as women have an, 
a, a need for that. And I'm finding that with, with the own, my own girls that I go to church with. We're, we're, we're feeling um, that need, especially now, to connect with one another. We're hungry. And, yeah, we're hungry. hungry for connection. Mm, mm-hmm. So good. I don't think I'll ever say again, I have to go to church. Mm-hmm. I think I'll say I get to go to church. And boy, wouldn't that be a gift if we look back on this time and, and are able to say that. We hope you're doing well. If uh, you need anything, don't hesitate to reach out to us. You can email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. You can also connect through the Facebook page. Just look for Girlfriends of the Girl Talk podcast. And um, that's going to do it for this episode. We'll see you next time we gather back around these microphones for the Girl Talk podcast.